this is Pastor John. DCE, James Hayes. And we are looking at the last two commandments, the ninth and the tenth, which are summarized by the word covet. And so let's check those commandments out. What's the, the ninth commandment? You shall not covet your neighbor's house. And what does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not scheme to get our neighbor's inheritance or house or get it in a way which only appears right, but help and be of service to him in keeping it. And the Tenth Commandment. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife or his manservant or maidservant, his ox or donkey, or anything that belongs to your neighbor. And what does this mean? We should fear and love God so that we do not entice or force away our neighbor's wife or workers or animals or turn them against him, but urge them to stay and do their duty. All right, so two commandments, both telling us we should not covet, which means to intensely desire something. And I've always heard it said that the ninth commandment is about coveting stuff. Yeah. And the 10th commandment is about coveting relationships or people. It's a good summary. Yeah. Yeah. So with all the commandments, God is showing us his loving heart. When he gives us the boundary, he isn't trying to make our lives difficult. He's giving us a good, loving boundary. So talk about how we see God's love and grace in this commandment. Well, God gives us contentment with the things that we have, the relationships that we have in whatever circumstances that we are in. So that going, going back to the seventh commandment too, of God gives us the things that we need, mm -hmm. whether they are possessions or relationships too. Yeah, this is one of the, the real heart commandments too. Mm -hmm. Because we can talk about adultery or stealing or murder as things that we do. Yeah. They're always heart commandments too, but this one in particular, coveting, leads to the other commandments being broken. Yeah. Why do people commit adultery? It's because they're coveting somebody uh, who is not their spouse. Why do people steal? Because they're coveting things that don't belong to them. Why might somebody murder? Perhaps because they're coveting. And you can run through all the commandments like that, but this is mm -hmm. definitely the heart commandment, right? Yeah. It really gets to the heart. Yeah. Yeah. And so with that in mind, how does God want us to live in light of this knowledge? Well, knowing that God provides for us, mm -hmm. knowing that he is the one who gives all blessings. He is the one that cares for us. And so because of that, we can be thankful for it. We mm -hmm. can be understanding and know these are the things God wants me to have at this moment in time. Yeah these things or this relationship that I have, mm -hmm. this is good and it's a gift. Yeah. Yeah, because, and I've even heard it said that, that coveting is a form of slavery. Mm -hmm. It really means that you want to go back to Egypt because in the story of the Exodus, God's people weren't content with the manna that God gave them, the bread from heaven yeah. every day. They said, we want to go back to Egypt where we were slaves, but at least we got to eat like melons and cucumbers and leeks. Mm-hmm. I take the manna instead, but um, they weren't able to appreciate the gift in their hand and give thanks for it because right. they had their eye on something else. And that's the way we are often too. Yeah. yeah. So what are some challenges in understanding or believing this teaching? Really just the unhappiness that comes mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. with it, that we are striving for those things that we don't have and we're always 
focused on those things just beyond our reach. And so we're, we're not content to sit and be present where we are. Mm -hmm. With either people or things. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if COVID made us covet more or covet less. Did COVID move us to be more content with what we have or less content? I don't know. Yeah. Good question. But I Depends on how nice your house is, probably. Yeah. Or what kind of Netflix streaming you have. <laughs> yeah. I definitely do think that unhappiness is all around us. Yeah. I mean, there's complaining and there's just lack of gratitude and mm -hmm. people are not content. And we always want to get that other thing. Yeah. Or the newer, bigger, better. Yeah. And that really affects the way we treat people and the way that we treat just stuff. And yeah. we think we can find contentment. Yeah. Yeah. And that goes to how our society is so wrapped in this consumerism mm -hmm. that with it, we're just always looking for that bigger and better thing. Let me throw away what I had so I can get what is better. And that can be a relationship and that can be a mm -hmm. thing um, that we're never content. I don't think American society is, is meant for contentment. It is meant for, I need to be better. Right, because every commercial we watch is telling us that we're not content. That right. Like, Look, you're not happy. <laughs> but if you had this, you'd be happy. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing to remember that in Christ, we really do have all we need. Mm -hmm. And we can be content even with the simplest of things because yeah. everything belongs to us in Christ. Yeah. And we have all things. What are some points of conversation for teenagers on this commandment? Longing for those things that we don't have. What are those things that your teenager just is coveting, is longing to get, um, that they think they need most out of life? Maybe it is a relationship. Maybe it's the nice TV that they need in their room or something, mm -hmm. or nice clothes, something like that. What are those things that they feel I'm not content with? And this is where I think asking questions is really helpful again, because mm -hmm. you could say to your kids, money doesn't buy happiness. And, and, yeah. and if you get that, like, it's not going to make you happy. But what if we were to ask questions like, you know, if you got that, do you think it would make you happy? Yeah. Of course it would. Okay, but why? Yeah. Why do you think it would make you happy? How long is that happiness going to last? Yeah, right. And even asking the question of the teenager who wants to date somebody, I just need a boyfriend or a girlfriend. Well, do you think that that person will really make you happy? Yeah. And what if they don't? Or what if they, what if they dump you? Yeah. Is there maybe somebody who can give you happiness that never ends, mm -hmm. that doesn't fail? And I think we've talked about this on the podcast before, but how your identity and worth is wrapped up in the things and relationships that you have when really God is saying, especially with these two commandments, your identity and worth is wrapped up in me. Mm -hmm. And exactly. so we are, we're content, not because we have all the biggest and best things, but because we have a God who loves us and cares for us. Amen. Preach it. That's, that's it right there. How about the Bible? All right. We're going to look at Hebrews 13, verses 5 and 6. 
keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have. For he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. So we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper. I will not fear. What can man do to me? I love that second part. It really gives you the reason why you don't have to love money or covet things. Mm -hmm. Because God said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. Yeah. Because we're looking for security in money or people. Mm -hmm. But God says, I'm never going to leave you. Yeah. So chill out. You don't need that new iPhone. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What can we pray for for our kids? Well, exactly what we started talking with, of contentment. That Mm -hmm. our kids are content with who they are, content with what God has given to them, um, and content with their circumstances. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And, and I think even in our own prayers, we can practice this by not only praying for our kids, but giving thanks to God for all that they are mm-hmm. and all that God has given us through them. Yeah. There are those days when, <laughs> when you know, it's easier to, to pray for their needs than it is to give thanks. But yeah, um, that's just true. To have that, that perspective of thanksgiving um, is important. Yeah. We went through all 10 commandments, didn't we? We did. And next time, we're going to wrap it up with the close of the commandments. We did sort of an introduction, and we're going to do a conclusion. So we'll see you next time. 